Welcome to the Blow Up the Blueprint podcast, where it's all about how to use creative thinking in your business for a standout brand with your host, Joe Gifford. Hi, everyone. It's Joe Gifford here, and I'm so delighted to welcome the lovely Jessica Nazarali. Hello, my love. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm extra honoured that you're here today with two weeks to go before you have your baby. So thank you for taking time while you're heavily pregnant. Yeah, thank you. No, I'm excited that we could make it happen. It seems to be this week, it's final interviews and final, final things. So yeah, oh. I'm um, super, super glad we could make it work. Oh, me too. You are amazing. So Jess, if people haven't encountered you yet in the online interwebs, just give Mm -hmm. us a quick intro as to who you are and what you're up to. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm the founder of It Girl Academy, which is an online training school, which has certification programs in areas of coaching, online business. Um, I also have like a mastermind and kind of some smaller digital courses. And I also have a podcast called It Girl Radio, which is um, how we first initially connected because I interviewed, well, we connected beforehand. We did. We obviously spoke for the first time when I interviewed on It Girl Radio, which will be coming out soon. So I can't wait to be sharing that one. I love being on your podcast. And I'm such a fan of what you're doing, of of how you've, you know, created this It Girl brand and, you know, your own certification. Like I've been fangirling over you for such a long time. So it's just been wonderful to have this podcast hot seat swap and to have you here to kind of talk about how creative thinking affects how you've grown your business. So mm. everybody check out It Girl Radio and check out everything about Jess. I'll be putting obviously all the links in the show notes. So Jess, creative thinking, how do you think that allowing yourself space to think differently has informed how you've grown your biz? Yeah. So I was thinking about obviously creative thinking and what I would be sharing on this podcast um, before we came on. Mm. And I have a story actually. So after I interviewed you and I think we um, spoke a little bit before afterwards Mm. and you shared a story on my podcast about something as simple as going for a walk a different way and really... It changed things and you can think of different things. And so I was like, okay, well, I can do that because I'm obviously pregnant and you're meant to walk every day. So I've been walking every day and I'm like, I was going the same route, like literally every Mm. day. And one day I was feeling really stuck and I was feeling really stuck. Um, It was in relation to a team member who I knew wasn't right and who Mm. I knew we needed to replace them with somebody else. Right. But you know, when you have a team member and maybe some people listening will be able to relate to this, it's like, they know so much. Yes. Okay. And I'm just like, I don't even know where I even go to start replacing this person because it will probably end up being multiple people. Mm. Mm. And I was just feeling, it was a total mindset block. I was like, I'm not going to find anyone. Maybe I should just be happy with like, maybe I should just kind of make it work. And truth be told, I think the team member had just taken on too much and Mm -hmm. really they had too many roles and we needed somebody else to do different roles. Yeah. So I went for a walk and I just got this clarity around, you know, just, and this sounds so ridiculous, but I I went for this walk and I remember I looked at the Sydney Harbour Bridge and I just had this voice in my head that said, go in this Facebook group and post (gasps) that you're looking for this specific person. Wow. And I went, okay. (laughs) And I went home and did it. 
And I literally, somebody contacted me the next day who I'm now working with. I remember seeing that post and that was after, Jess, I love that. Oh, you saw the post? I remember seeing the post. I think if it's the same one, it might be a different one. Oh my gosh. So you had that space to walk Mm. and to get out, do the exercise. And the change of environment allowed your brain to give you, there's intuition there at play as well, isn't there? That, yeah. that is also part of, you know, creative thinking, I think. It's part of that space where you've stepped away from the usual kind of mm. routes that we go down. And I think it's kind of really similar to in the way that the, you know, the brain works where you, you know, when you think the same thoughts, you literally wear grooves in your brain, don't you? Mm. And if you go down the same path, you're, you're doing it on autopilot. So just by that simple change, you had a result. I love it. Exactly. And I mean, I can look back in my business and I I think of times when I have given myself that space to really think things over and not try to force a decision or not try and like, quote unquote, make something happen. That's usually when the best ideas come up. Mm. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to share this situation because it's obviously like it happened super recently and I was like, oh my gosh. That is so beautiful. I'm yeah. so glad you did. And it's so relevant because actually that's a really big problem. I mean, you know, replacing a team member is something that we could get really caught up with and could, mm. you know, sort of go around in circles and kind of worry about stuff. And you took the space to go out for a walk and you had an answer, which had a result. And that's huge. Mm. And, you know, this is so important because, it, you know, especially when you're leading a business like you are and you're about to kind of have your little one as well into the mix you know, finding that space can be such a challenge. You know, do you find it easy to create space in in your day? Do you have any routines around that? Good question. So my husband and I, we actually, so I'll be totally honest. We haven't been doing this this week and last week has been really crazy. Mm. So we haven't done it every day. But we, we, yeah, let us off the hook. We try (laughs) to go on a connection walk every day. So it's like, when we leave the house at about, it's usually about like one or two o'clock and we go for a walk um, because we both work from home. Mm. And if you just work from home, sometimes you can just let never leave the house. Mm. So we go for a connection walk and it's the, we got the idea from, oh gosh, the people who created life book. Okay. Um, yeah. They're a husband and wife team and they do this every day as a way to just kind of connect and stay in touch. So the idea is, you know, you go on a walk for about 15, 20 minutes and you connect. And then we also like to talk about like our goals, like where we're heading. Mm. If we have a specific challenge, it can be, I mean, depending what the challenge is, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I want to clear Mm. my head. Mm. Um, (laughs) Other times it can be like, it can be a good way to like workshop the problem. Yes. Workshop right Um, on the move. That's such a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of depending on what it is. And we were like doing it like very consistently every day a week. And then it kind of got a bit cold in Sydney. (laughs) You know, things happen, but we try to do it a couple of times a week. That's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I think, you know, well, I certainly know kind of working, you know, sort of based at home myself, I, you know, I like to go to kind of co-working spaces and kind of travel around, you know, when I can. It's, It's so true, you know, whether you're connecting with somebody else on a walk or connecting with yourself, just that space away from all of the things is so important, isn't it? Because you're yeah. just, this is you, there's some air, you can talk. And I know certainly as parents, you know, sort of my partner and I, you know, we work on different businesses, but we're both self-employed. And, 
you know, sort of tools down for the day. And then you're like, okay, now I'm in some mum mode. And it's like, okay, we've got dinner to be cooked. We've got homework to do. We've got, okay, what's happening with play dates? Like who's party present? Do we need to get like all of that stuff then kicks into like my kind of other job? And you've got all that coming up. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, right, okay. And the, the headspace, I find my headspace becomes really fragmented. And I, I have to, I deal with that by literally putting boundaries around how much time I'm in social media, when I'm accessing emails, you know, when I'm answering clients, when I'm in all those things so that I have mm. permission to not be in them and to step away. Otherwise you just get bombarded, you know, sort of 24 seven. And also by, you know, like you said, by kind of you know, going out to kind of connect and, you know, for me, I, I try to build in that, you know, once a month I go by myself to the local spa and oh, you know yeah. I kind of view it as a day off but invariably I will come out of there with a notebook full of my next launch planned or you know the next <laughs> content stuff sorted because my brain said oh now you've let me you know sort of have some ideas and come out for you thank you mm. and it's like a you know when you restore and when you play your brain has time to you know come up with some great ideas isn't it I love that you have that Thank you. Yes, I, I completely agree. You can't be on 24-7. You totally can't. So just when you are generating ideas for your brilliant products or for your, or for your podcast content, whatever, how do you generate your ideas? Do you have a flow process that you have to have like a certain coffee and certain music on to get <laughs> in the zone? Or do you need to be wearing, I don't know, face glitter? And, you know, do you have any sort of routine that gets you mm. in, a, in a creative headspace? Yeah. So I'm really big on collaborating and talking. So I like to kind of talk out my ideas. So I might, I have an assistant in Sydney. We're not in person, but like I might call her and just be like, Hey, what do you think of this? Mm. Um, and kind of talk it out or obviously, yeah, my husband phase is here as well. So sometimes talking things through with him. So I find that, and this can be, I, I almost, I think I need like an in-person assistant who, I mean, does other things, but then this is like their jobs to kind of come and sit with me and like help me um, as I'm kind of collaborating because it's, um, as I'm coming up with ideas, mm. because that is the way that, I don't know, I find it quite difficult on my own. Mm. Like I'll get like, I'll get the general idea, but then for me to really flesh it out, it's almost like I just need to hear my own voice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But actually that that's a really good point, Jess, because you know, when we create content and you know, for some it might be speaking on podcasts or brain dumping something for a blog post, you know, I'm a big advocate of outputting something every day because of that reason, because it makes you suss it out, doesn't it? You know, while you're creating it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So um yeah, I love just kind of I'll have an idea and then talking it through. So ideally, yeah, if somebody's in person or even just calling them and talking out on the phone, I find I just get clarity very quickly. And then I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. But otherwise, if I just kind of, I have the idea and I'm sitting with it and I can't, I don't know, if I can't communicate it with like through speech, then and like hear myself talk it out, then it's almost I'll... um I might miss whole, like, I may not see certain aspects of the idea. Mm. I, I won't get the full picture. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's really interesting. You know, so co-creation is such an important part of what we do, isn't it? And that's why, you know, masterminds, you know, like yours are really valuable because, you know, I know certainly when I go to my masterminds with my sort of peers, who, you know, it's that clarity really quickly that you might have been sitting on something for like weeks and then, you know, they all just <laughs> chime in and they go, well, how about blah, blah, blah. And you're, ah. Oh. 
cool I'm done now <laughs> I'm yeah, fine yeah <laughs> and that really does speed yeah. it up and yeah yeah exactly and like, I know that certainly as well you know some of my clients you know that I work with you know like most as part of their team specifically for that is to be the extra brain in the room to do the ideation sessions and to go through all that stuff when they're creating products and services and content because it's really you know you you need as you said to have that dedicated time and I you know I sit here with my sharpie pens and and my like you know sort of sticky whiteboard stuff so it's like the writings of a mad woman on my wall we kind of like sort of jam it all out and I think that's a huge challenge you know that people who do work on their own to find that kind of buzz and that kind of partnership is something Mm -hmm. that people might think about you know who can you sort of co-brainstorm with you know who can you mastermind with who can you use as that sounding board for you to kind of get you out of that funk Mm, yeah yeah And it could be, you know, in the beginning, I mean, if you don't know any business owners yet, I mean, obviously go and start connecting with people, but it could be a friend or your partner. I mean, obviously someone who's willing and open to be listening, but, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be someone who has a business at the same level as you Mm. or... It depends what you're wanting, actually. Like for me personally, usually it's almost just like a sounding board. Mm. And then I'll like talk things out and then they may pick up on certain things that I'm saying that are incongruent or don't make Mm. sense. But it's, um, I think it's also good. Like if you can get someone who might be an ideal client for whatever it is that you're thinking of creating. So it doesn't necessarily mean like they have to be at a certain level of of business, it could be someone who is, okay, I would love to work with somebody like you. So let me share my ideas with you and and get feedback. Beautiful. That's such a lovely point, Jess. I think that involving people who are your ideal client type in your creation process is genius. And the sort of wonder of beta programs and, you know, whether paid or unpaid, because you are co-creating with people who are ideal for your stuff. And Mm. I love the fact that you could approach someone and say, hey, I'm creating X, Y, Z for someone who's exactly like you. Can I borrow your Mm. brain for an hour? And you can, you know, either give them some value in, you know, one of your products and services or whatever it is that feels good because you're getting such a great insight. And it's things, it's so many things, isn't it? Like, you know, language, approach, they might just come up with something completely left field that you're like, ah, and that spun me off on this new idea. And I think so much of it is getting outside of your own Space of your own kind of four walls is changing up that environment and getting yourself in the mindset and space of being the person who is going to do the next bit. So, you know, if I find that if I'm writing something really long form or kind of working on something that's kind of massive, that I need like a, you know, something like a really nice hotel room, you know, where they can bring me tea and I can record videos <laughs> and sort of and be someone else who's not the mum who's also at home and, you know, sort of probably surrounded by Weetabix smeared things and. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all stuff like that. So, you know, changing environment is really interesting. So how would you see creativity and creative thinking as part of an it girl life and a meaningful career? Well, I think in order to do anything big or different, you need to be thinking creatively. You can't just be thinking inside the box and doing what everyone else is doing. So in order to be an it girl and to, you know, make the impact that you want to make, I think it's vital that we all think about, okay, well, how can we do things differently? How 
do we stand out from the crowd? How can our message go out there and hit the right people? And it's, yeah, I mean, it's really critical because I think in any industry, right, there's just more and more people, and this isn't to scare people, but like there's a lot of people becoming coaches, a Mm. lot of people getting into online business. And, you know, you can look at it from a negative standpoint and go, oh my gosh, there's so many people, competition, or it's like, okay, well, this Mm. is a great opportunity to really work out how I'm different and to stand out. So. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really vital in business. It's hugely vital, isn't it? And, and the people that we see who rise to the top really quickly in kind of any industries are, are the ones who have something that is really making them stand out in their message or in their brands or in their approach. And that's disrupting that wall of sameness, which we see in any industry. You know, you can look to kind of any niche really and you'll see that people kind of adopt, you know, the way of doing things in that industry. And that's not to say that, you shouldn't completely sort of rip that you know rule book up, but you know see where you can color outside the lines. Or you know what I love to do is to kind of play sort of idea mash up with different industries and to see mm. what we can learn from other sectors and say right okay well you know that's how they're doing things. This is how we can do it. And for example, you know the, the few clients I, I have whose industry is really not in the online space, and so that's great because we can use some of the techniques and the tech and the you know, and the processes from the online space to disrupting what's happening in their industry, but then vice versa as well. If the online space that, you know, that you're in is feeling really crowded, okay, well, how can you learn from what's happening in the offline space mm. and get inspired by other industries? Because it just triggers yeah. a whole other line of ideas, doesn't it? Rather than just seeing what everyone else does. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. And so as you enter into this next phase of life, Jess, as a uh, you know, sort of mum and a business owner. How do you see yourself getting creative and and making those two combine really? Because I know lots of my audience will be combining the two and it's something mm. that I relate to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like being pregnant has been like a very creative time in general. Like I've, oh my God, I feel like I've, I've, I've had a lot of energy. So I've, um, I've been able to create a lot. Like I've created a lot of content for my group programs. I've created new programs that haven't even been launched yet and like funnels for programs. So I've really been kind of like harnessing this like creative energy. And I mean, in terms of what things are going to be like once he comes, I don't, it's it's funny. Like I'm trying not to put any um, expectations on myself because I literally, I mean, I have no idea (laughs) how it's all going to go. But um, we'll have to get you back yeah. on when you're kind of established and, you know, in, in the news zone as a mum and see how you're, you know, juggling both. I love that you really harness that creative energy and dude, I'm also mm. really jealous because I was on the floor when I was pregnant with him. I was just like on the sofa kind of eating biscuits going, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I love that you've had this like ability to kind of really ramp up some content ahead of time and to harness that and and actually that speaks to, you know, a lot of us can probably relate to a kind of cycle of creativity, you know, whether mm. you're female and you can really harness different parts of your of your cycle or, you know, whether you just notice as male or female that you kind of have this swathe of ideas to, you know, ride with most of it. It's a great testament to get things done when that yeah. flows you. Yeah, totally. Because I mean, my plan is I'm still going, like I have um, my programs are running, so I'll still be doing some coaching, but a lot of like the content creation won't, it's been done in advance. So I won't be doing it for a few months. So again, I think it is, it's like speaking to those cycles 
Mm. So it's, um, you know, if you know you're, I don't know, going on a holiday or you're going into a period where you're not going to be as creative because for whatever reason, and you feel creative now, it's, yeah, totally. It's like harness the, how does that energy, energy run with it? And then, yeah, we'll probably feel creative again, like go on a creative surge at another stage down the line. That's such and good advice. So, so true. Yeah. And I find that whenever I'm in the state of kind of, you know, when you just feel overwhelmed and you're like, I've got all these things to do and, mm. you know, you kind of feel like you have no space. I often find that one of the most counterintuitive things to do is to unplug for an hour or two for an afternoon. And I always find that when I reconnect with that energy, you know, like I might, you know, one of my favorite things to do is to get on my bike and just kind of cycle around, you know, a few different routes and maybe stop off at, at different coffee shops and, you know, onboard different podcasts or kind of um, audio books while I go. And it always, just that space, even if it's for, if it's for half an hour, mm. can just let your brain feel like it's had a mini holiday so you can come back and nail all those things really quickly you know, without just that dragging, <laughs> dragging yourself through your day. Totally, totally. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Something else to end on, because your listeners may find this funny. My husband's recently bought um, Nintendo Switch, which is a computer game, yes, which is a video that. game. Mm-hmm. And um, he has Mario Kart, which is like the racing game. And he was like, oh, why don't you play with me one day? And I was like, oh, I don't really want to play this game. And then I was like, okay, I'll play. And it is so addictive. <laughs> it's like very addictive. But what's good about it is it like lasts for like 15 minutes. Right. It's like completely like switch off your brain. Like it's not like violent or anything. Like you're just racing on different tracks. And all the tracks are like designed. So, I mean, like I'm really into, like I grew up reading Harry Potter and like, yeah. Lord of the Rings. So like these tracks are almost like these fantasy tracks, like somewhere in the forest, somewhere in a volcano. And so you just kind of go to this place and like you're, it makes you be like very in the now, because if you're not in the present, then you like run off the road and you don't do very well. And so that's something else that we've started, like maybe like once a day, it will be like, oh, I need a break. And we're like, okay, like let's play Mario Kart. <laughs> but it, it's funny because it takes your brain to another place. And then when you come back, I don't know, it's clear. That's brilliant. I love that you guys do that. I, <laughs> I love that you're sitting there pregnant with your Mario Kart on your Switch as well. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really good like that's a perfect example Jessica of like you know sort of changing up your day doing something different to like switch your brain mode noticing how different you feel and you, you know it's so different when you come back isn't it because you're like ah oh, cool I can do all this now mm-hmm. I'm there <laughs> well exactly. I love that yeah. thank you so much for sharing so Jessica where can we find out more about you you can go to jessicanazarelli.com or itgirlacademy.com And then I'm all over social media as well. And my podcast, It Girl Radio, where I interview awesome people like Joe. Yeah. So feel free to find me on all those platforms. I'll be linking to everything in the show post, uh, you know, guys, so you can find Jessica. I just want to thank you so much for making time for us today. It's been an honor to have you on my show. And I can't wait to hear sort of how it all goes with your new arrival and to meet your little one and stuff like that. So huge, yes, massive luck for it all. We're thinking Thank of you. you. And thanks for sharing your amazing expertise with us. You're so welcome. Thanks.
Bye. Okay, bye.